Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's a podcast about making things up and making things happen. Today, my guest is filmmaker Stuart Wade. He has a new movie that just came to Amazon called Say Yes. It's about a very unusual love triangle, and I just watched it, and it's terrific. Um, before I get to the interview, though, I want to get a mention in for my website, DennisAnyone.net. All of the podcasts that we've done are archived there. You can also see pictures that go with some of the podcasts. And you can also donate to my virtual tip jar, which helps me cover the expenses that comes with doing the podcast uh, for like things like web hosting and gas to get to places and occasionally equipment, things like that. And I want to thank Valerie Bourgeois, who, in spite of me never talking about my website and my virtual tip jar, found it and slipped me a nice little tip. So thank you, Valerie. I really appreciate that. Also, I want to mention You Don't Know My Life, the game because we got a very nice write-up recently in Playbill magazine. Seth Rudutsky, uh, who was a friend of my friend Jack's, and also someone I've known, um, and has always been very cool and talented and funny, uh, he played the game the other night with Jack, and he had such a good time that he wrote about it in his column on Playbill.com. So if you're a Broadway lover, you know Seth, and you might already check out his column. But if you don't, you can read a really fun account of it. And he got to play with Kiala Settle, who played the bearded lady in The Greatest Showman and sang on the Oscars. She sang This Is Me. Uh, and so they sent me some very funny pictures of her posing with the box cover and looking very you-don't-know-my-life-ish. Um, and indignantly, indignantly you-don't-know-my-life-ish. So that was thrilling and fun and cool. So um, there you go. That's enough plugs for this week. Here, without any further ado, it's Stuart Wade. Hey there, I'm coming to you from the beautiful Glassell Park neighborhood of Los Angeles. It's so adorable over here, and I am in the home of filmmaker Stuart Wade. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Now, we met several years ago at some film festival. My memory is San Francisco. No, I'm, we ran into each other in San Francisco, Francisco but, but I, I met you before. We met in Miami. At oh, the yeah. Miami Stand Lesbian. I knew yeah. it was in L.A. Yeah, no, yeah. it definitely was in L.A., and um, I think you were there with... Um, a short film that you had had done. Probably the only one that went to Miami, I think. It might have been Evie Harris, Shining Star, way no. back in the day. Or was it... Um, Reunion? Reunion, yeah. Yeah, so that yeah. Was... which I love. Oh, yeah, thank you. Was... 2008, yeah. Yeah, okay. and we were there with my second feature, True, True Love. Love. Yeah, yeah, we were on that right. circuit at the same time. We were, yeah. And so we ran into each other again in San Francisco. Yeah. Yay! So you have a new movie that just hit Amazon. I do. It's called Say Yes. Yes. I just literally watched it. I finished it. I got in the car and I came over here. Ah. I really, really enjoyed it. I oh, love good. I think the acting is terrific. I love the ideas you're exploring. Uh, give us the, the short pitch for, for how you explain the story. Well, it's uh, it's a bit of an unusual love triangle. Uh, basically, uh, it's my first drama, yeah. which I was a little nervous to do because I'd done a number of comedies and had you know a modicum of success, right. whatever that is in the little niche that I'm in. But um, this was a little different. The the main characters are uh, a husband and wife, heterosexual couple, right? And the uh, and her uh, brother, a twin brother, and. She, uh, very early, like first thing in the movie, uh, is diagnosed with cancer. And in the course of the movie, the brother moves in to help take care of her. And the two men kind of discover an attraction that they didn't expect as they're caring for this this woman that right. they both love so much. Um, and the, the twist uh, is that she spots the attraction before either of them really are, are even willing to deal with it. Right. And, and she... She encourages it, right. which is not maybe what you'd expect. Now, when I realized that that was the scenario, I thought, okay, you're going to have to have the perfect actors to make everyone buy it, right? Right. <laughs> and you're going to have to write it really well to get people to kind of go on this ride and not be like, "How she's dying. Give her a break. <laughs> uh, and yeah. also to have a really, a woman is going to be that altruistic or she's going to have that kind of a personality, but your actors pull it off and okay. the writing works. You go with it. Um, at one point, one of the characters says, we're going to get so much shit for this. Yes. <laughs> and I felt like it was you also as a writer saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to probably get shit for this. Oh, um, definitely. Um, what inspired you to tell the story? Well, um, actually it was a couple things. The, 
um, I did have a, not a close friend, but someone that I'd known for many years, a beautiful young woman who uh, died of cancer. And, right. And it was just, it was so unexpected and tragic. And, and it, even though I wasn't particularly close to her, it, it hit me because it's just, she was so full of life and so bright and, and just a terrific person. Um, and then sort of about that same time, I, I read this really intriguing article, a Reddit article, um, written by a straight man who had become very seriously ill and his best friend moved in to help care for him. And his best friend was also straight and they fell in love and were now living, you know, as a gay couple, but having to sort of discover what does that even mean? They had, neither of them had any right. gay experience. They had only ever dated women. Right. Um, so I thought somehow those two things came together in, in my mind and I, you know, tweaked the idea a little bit, but I thought it was an interesting idea because we're at a point, I think, in history where people are starting to examine, you know, what what is sexual attraction and is right. it fluid or, or is it fixed and are we born that way or or is it somehow a choice or if it's not a choice, what is it? And um, I thought, you know, it's very politically charged, but I also think it's very interesting to explore. Right. And I think that we don't all fit into the conventional narrative. Right. Well, it's, it sort of asks the question, what would it be like to live if you didn't buy into any of that stuff? If you just went with your feelings? Right, right. Which what is, would that be like? Yeah. And how could, could society handle it? Could your, the people around you handle it? Could you handle mm -hmm. it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it, it sort of really makes that point in a very effective way. I loved your actors. They're oh, good. so good. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm in love with them too. Now, so does to Patrick that. play... Patrick is the... Um, he plays Bo, the husband. Bo, yes. the husband. The best on-screen crier since Sally Field. <laughs> He's a very good crier. He is. He is. He. I don't know where he pulls it from, but it's... Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, and I loved her. Like, she makes you believe this stuff. Yeah. And she, she's a character that has a very uh, strong point of view about things. She's an atheist, and she yeah. has... Things that she sort of believes. Where did her character come from for you? Um, it was a, a combination of, uh, of things. I mean, um, I wanted to explore, you know, so often um, death is dealt with in a very conventional way or, you know, and often not necessarily, well, often by, you know, people who believe in God, but more often in Hollywood, it's by people who are kind of like, well, you know, I don't know, I did, you know, better play it safe, very kind of conventional. And I thought it'd be interesting, you know, if, if this, you know, this woman is like, nope, I, I don't believe any of this. And I don't, I don't want to just, even yeah. though it's the end of my life, I don't want other people to be deciding how how it's going to go. Right. And the parents are a little shocked. Like, there's no ceremony. There's no nothing. Right. And they're like, no, that's what she wanted. Yeah. They're like, no, but we're going to pray her. And then, no, that's, <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah. That's, yeah. But even as an audience member, I'm watching, well, that's not very cinematic to not have anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? It was, yeah. That's right. like, wow, you're really owning this. Okay. Um, it's true. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's really interesting. Um, when did you first make the movie? When did that... So we shot it actually almost exactly two years ago. Okay. Um, so it's taken a while to come to market. It was on the festival circuit a little bit. and uh, But, you know, it's also we had, like, no money. As you're familiar with, I'm yeah. sure, we had no money. So, um, you know, it takes a while to get things yeah. put together when you can't afford to really pay people. And, so. and do your thing. Yeah. But what I liked about it was the budget, in a way, helped it because you couldn't dazzle your way out of these sticky situations they just had to sit there in the room and be there right they couldn't true. be like well we'll just do a crazy montage or they'll go <laughs> hang gliding and they'll get the point <laughs> it's like no you just have to sit in there yeah and figure it out and trust that your actors can carry it off and i thought they they all did great okay. um yeah i really like that how do you get a film on amazon so I did not know. This is the first time that we have self-distributed. Before yeah. this, I'd always gone with distributors. Right. Every movie I've gone with a different distributor because of how unhappy I was with the last With the last one? Yeah. So let's, <laughs> let's mention the, the features that you did before. Case, okay. Because people might have seen them. Sure. Such Good People. Such Good People. Yes. Yeah. That was... Um, had a wonderful cast, Randy Harrison, Michael Urey, uh, Lance Bass was in it. I right. mean, it's just incredible people. Um, that was the one that I didn't write. I just was right. a director on that. Uh, before that, I uh, did True Love, which was a high school kind of 
forming of the GSA um, uh, Gay Straight Alliance. Yeah. yeah, and that was one that we, I was on the festival circuit with with you. Yeah, um, and then my first feature was uh, Coffee Date, right? Which a lot of people have seen because it played like endlessly on Logo for about a year. God um, bless it, right? Remember <laughs> oh, yeah. Logo? I Remember the it. click yeah. list when they would play yes. short films? Yes, I know. I know. Yes. So that was so a lot of people know me from that just yeah. because it played. And then you Forever. did some web series and and and, and things yeah. In fact, that. Yeah. I'm still it's ongoing. I've got a web series called Coffee House Chronicles. Oh, it's ongoing. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm filming uh, the second season now. We've got a few episodes up. The last episode we just shot was with uh, Alec Mappa. You probably know Alec. Of course, I love Alec. He's fantastic. The other night I went to a reading of Valley of the Dolls that they did for charity. Oh yes. And oh, he played God. Ann Wells. Oh my God, I bet he was great. He stole yeah. the show. He really tapped into that weird line reading thing that she did. And he's a national treasure, is my point. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. I was yeah. so thrilled he was able to come work with me on this web series. Where do people it watch that? It's on YouTube, the oh, second cool. season. First yeah. season, we took down off YouTube, and I re-edited it into yeah. a feature. Okay. So that's also available on Amazon as nice. a feature. But the second season is up. It's free. Um, if you go to YouTube and just type in Coffee House Chronicles, yeah. it'll take you there. And um, Alex's episode is... The most recent, it's hilarious. It's, okay, I'm, I'm going to do I mean, that. It's just great. Yeah. I love it. So, how do you get your movie on Amazon? We were talking about. Oh, you, sorry. Yes. Every movie you just uh, screw that distributor. I want to do something new. <laughs> right. Yeah. So this time we just, you know, we we did have an offer from a distributor and actually uh, someone that I like and trust. I've known yeah. him for years, but you know, there's just not much movie uh, movie. There's not much money in movies right. for small independent you know, filmmakers right. anymore. And he was very honest about it. He's like, you know, I love your movie, but it's not going to make a ton of money yeah. and whatever it does make, you know, I'm going to have to have a cut and there's going to have to, yeah. you know, be, and so at the end of the day, we wouldn't have gotten anything. So I'm like, let's right. just try this ourselves. Did he pay so, for lunch at least? <laughs> Did he pick up the check for lunch? A coffee? It was a phone conversation. It was a phone conversation. So okay. 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 All right. It's fine. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, so we looked into it and it turns out, um, you know, Amazon, basically you can, you know, anyone can get on Amazon if you meet the technical the technical specifications. Yeah. yeah. And we did have a little bit of trouble with that just because we'd never done it before. Right. We oh, the whole we thing. We, you weren't and, planning ahead for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had everything we knew. We just, it's, it's more complicated. I'm not a tech person. Right. So we uploaded the whole thing. My producer uploaded the whole thing. And then they're like, yeah, you did it wrong. You have to start yeah. over. I'm like, no. okay. Right. So once we got all that done, it's, it's fine. And it's, it's it worked great. out. Worked so out. how often do you get paid when Amazon shows your movie? So they pay every month, but they don't start paying till three months after it's okay. up. So uh, after that, it'll be every month, but we won't get our first payment till July. Yeah. Amazon is taking over the world. I don't think that's a good thing. But I will say, as somebody that has a product available on Amazon, <laughs> to be able to say to somebody, I would just get on just Amazon. Get, right. It makes it really easy. It does yeah. make it really yeah. easy. Does it make it easy for you as a filmmaker to say, oh, it's up on Amazon? It does. Because everyone knows it. It gives you credibility, right? Exactly. And, I mean, we thought about setting up our own website and selling ourselves. It's yeah. like... Nobody's going to find our website. Everybody can find Amazon. That's like yeah. with us. It's like we could make more money if we just sold it through our website and went to the post office ourselves and sent our games. Right. But boy, is it easy when it's, they click on Amazon. Exactly. So I'm part of the problem is the point. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy, uh, you know, that we were able to get it out to market. And the, the good thing about Amazon, you know, they do take their cut, obviously. Right. But it's also completely transparent. They show you exactly, you know, how many so have hours you started of seeing. We've seen reports, yeah. We, we like so we don't get paid right yeah. away, but they do give reporting. So, you know, whereas with distributors, oftentimes it's like pulling teeth to get any sort of reporting. Right. And when you do get it, it's like... Well, you way, hope that they're in business six months well, right, from now exactly. when yeah. <laughs> your first statement is due. Exactly. Right? Um, and I... Uh, yeah. Um, but even when they are, some of them... I mean, you'd think it's a business. They must right. do reporting. Well, some of them just do not. They're they don't small, have the manpower. They whatever. They, they only report if you, like, if you threaten them. a lawsuit, basically. Yeah. yeah. They're like, okay, we'll get you a statement. I'm like, why aren't you generating statements, like, as part of your course of yeah. business? But they don't. No. So, um, They don't so, have yeah. time for those bookkeeping That's, things. Those details. So yeah. what what are those statements like? Are they interesting? And have you been heartened by them? Or um, what have you seen so far? Well, I have not seen... Uh, um, my producer has seen them, and he's just uh, passed along little tidbits. So last we checked, uh, which is now a couple, or last I checked, I should say, because I try not to be obsessive about it. But um, about a couple weeks ago, we had uh, the movie had streamed for like a hundred thousand hours. 
So that's it, incredible. That's, that's kind of it. Seemed like a lot to me. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's, yeah. That seems pretty good. It hasn't been up there that long. It has Yeah, exactly. That, that, at that point, it was like three weeks. I'm yeah. like, okay, so this, you know, there are people watching it. So yeah, that's, that's and they're good. not just doing the sex scene over and over and over <laughs> right. again. Right. Well, the thing is, you they could be. I suppose they could we, be. We right. Just get the raw. You just get the raw numbers. numbers. We don't know what you know what. Whatever it takes. <laughs> exactly. Um, with Amazon, though, you also become part of their sort of ecology where. Oh, if you like this movie, you might also like right. that. Or like and we know with our game, like reviews are very important, and we're right. hustling now to to generate reviews and right. get people to review it. How does that work from your end as a filmmaker? Well, um, so far we've been pretty lucky. We've got um, twenty one five star reviews. Awesome. And uh, we've got then we've got one four star, one three star, one two star. We don't have any one star. <laughs> I'm going to go give you a five star. Although Thank somebody you. also told me that like. You you don't want all five stars, or they don't trust it. They're like that's, you, that's have my you heard partner, that? Ruben. Well, just Ruben because yeah. initially is that an urban we legend? We had like twenty five star reviews, and he's yeah. like, people are going to think those are just your friends stacking yeah. the deck. I'm like, but they're not. He's like, yeah, but people are going to think that. Maybe there's something to it. <laughs> right know. now, our game has twenty one five star reviews. Oh, so. congratulations! Yeah. yeah, but that I'm not saying go and put a four star or three star. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't I'm going to go on there that. and and review it. Thank um, you. What do people find it through? Like, if you like this movie, you might like this. Or how are people finding it? Well, I've been doing, you know, we've been doing a lot of social media promotion. Yeah. So I think that's mostly how. Um, but I think, I mean, definitely there is that sort of Amazon referral thing. And I yeah. know that the better your reviews are, the the higher the, the algorithm. Higher, right. Yeah. But, you know, frankly, I don't understand the whole math involved yeah. in this. And I, you know, I hope that we're kind of moving our way up as we get more and more reviews yeah. and better reviews. Uh, but I don't really know. Yeah. Um, I, do, I, just, I do know that although a couple of the reviews on Amazon are from, you know, friends and family or Please. whatever. Um, You're preaching to the, <laughs> the guiltiest of all. We literally are buying people the game so that they, so can, they can review yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that and If yet, you want that, but... email me. We'll hook it up. I'll, send you, I'll Venmo you money. You buy the game. You review it. Anyway. But, uh, but yeah, but a lot of reviews are just people. I don't know who they That's are. That's so great. And, and that is wonderful. They're finding the movie. And it'll, it'll live up there. It'll exactly. live up there for, you know, you're not, it's not fly by night. They're not going to no, disappear no, tomorrow. No, exactly. Yeah, and I think yeah. Amazon may have a future. They may be around for a little while. I think so. How did you research the cancer stuff um, in your um, movie? I did a little bit of research. Um, we did have a medical consultant just right. to make sure that we didn't like do something really stupid. Yeah. But also, I, I come from a medical family. My dad is a doctor. Um, right. My grandfather is a doctor. That doesn't make me a doctor, but I mean, I, I've been around sort of medical terminology and, right. you know... Um, and so I, I had kind of a, a fairly good sense of the the language and, and all that. And then we did have it kind of double checked by a real, an actual doctor. Nice. Yeah. She's so good, your actress. She's so good. Yeah. yeah um, talk to me her. about casting. Do you see a lot of people? How do you find your actors? Well, uh, for the lead role for uh, Leah McKendrick, um, she was actually an actress that I'd worked with on a, a little tiny web series, a different web series that I did. I, my um, my only uh, venture into sort of horror, I, I, it was a yeah. zombie web series that nobody saw, but it was fun and she was fantastic. And so um, she just, you know, in this, we, it was a really small kind of role yeah. and she just blew me away. So when this came along, I was like, um, I bet she would be really good. And we brought her in to read with some of the actors. And I was like, yep, she, she's just fantastic. Um, and then the other, the two male actors, we just, we put out a casting call and we did see a lot of actors and we, and we saw a lot of good actors, but, um, those two, um, they're, they're just, they, they had really good chemistry together and they're both, I think, just adorable and in very different ways. Yeah, you know? they're very appealing. They're, they're very, very appealing. And um, so, yeah, it just, it, it worked out. We did, we did see a lot of people, but, uh, but it, it did work out and it was just an open casting call. We didn't use, I, I couldn't afford to use a casting director. So right. Just, so you did like the actor's access thing. Exactly. We just they came put in it out and, there. And, and, and how have you noticed, you've been making projects with gay content for a number of years. Have you noticed that actors seem less uptight than they were 10 years oh ago. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, the difference is incredible. Um, when I first was starting, it's now almost 20 years ago, I did a, a, the short film Coffee Date was the first thing I did. Right. And, um, you know, I there were definitely actors that would come in and th this role didn't even involve, there weren't, wasn't even any kissing. Right. It was just, you know, it, you were in a gay movie. And, right. And people were like, you know, oh, you know, I just want to make sure I'm not going to have to like touch a dude or anything. I'm like, 
you're an actor for Christ's sake. That right. shouldn't be your first, you know, but it was, yeah. there was definitely some concern there. Um, now the actors, and I'm sure there are still some homophobic actors out there, yeah. but by and large, the sh- it seems to be a real shift. And there seems to be this idea that, well, if you're a real actor, you know, you should be just willing to do anything. Right. Cause know? like for, for Patrick, who is married to this woman and, and then sort of embarks on this exploration of this other possible relationship. Um, I thought it was an amazing showcase for him. I think so too. I thought he yeah. was so good. He, yeah. He, In different kinds of moments. Yeah. I love the scene. You flash back to the scene where they first meet in this coffee place where she right. works. Their little flirtation is so charming. Oh, good. And good. yeah, no, you believe right off the bat that they need to be, you know. Oh, that's wonderful. Be together. Yeah. yeah. She's great in that scene. She is. Yeah. She sort she's... of justifies her forwardness and sort of talks about, you know, promiscuity in a way or like where yeah. she is along yeah. those lines. And she kind of makes a statement about who she is and what she believes in. She does. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. What was it like to write? Was it a bear or was it you like... You know, it's... Um, I've been writing for a long time, but... <laughs> I've also been lazy for a long time, and I hadn't written. I'd mostly been focusing on the web series, which right. is great because it's you know ten pages or whatever. You know, it's yeah. a little tiny episode. I can knock that out in a weekend. And right. I hadn't done a feature in a while. Right. And this idea was definitely a feature, but the characters spoke to me so much that it was not nearly as hard as I feared it was going to be. I did have to, you know discipline myself a little bit because it's so easy it's like oh i'm not feeling inspired right it's like yeah shut the fuck up sit down, you sit your butt in the chair and type um so i but i was able to knock out a first draft like in a, in a couple months and then nice. you know, of course there's a lot of rewriting but uh, for me the hardest part is just getting those that first draft getting that right. those pages and then you have something to work with, and it's, for me anyway, it's a little easier. What was it like when you started showing it to people or doing readings? Or because I can yeah. see like this is such a balancing act, and it's not a, it's it's got a bit of a tri- romantic triangle f- formula structure, right. but this is not a scenario we've seen before. I don't think ever. No, it's it's I I was trying to do something different and unconventional. Yeah. And, uh, so we did have... It's a, like a souffle or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I was nervous about that because, yeah, um, we did do a, a staged reading of it to get yeah. a sense of it and I got some, some really good feedback and I, you know, and I did some rewriting on that. And mostly people, you know, like you were intrigued by the ideas, liked the ideas. Um, I did, you know, I did have some feedback from a couple people that like, you know, the characters are great. The writing is beautiful. But I just don't buy that. Scenario. It's never going to happen. That's not. It's not going to happen. It doesn't happen. And I was like, well, they you know, make you believe it could. I, and yes, and I, you know, I I agree. It's not common. And I, I think you want to live in a world where it. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. Is wouldn't it be nice if we could live in a world where this could happen? Yes. That if is the feelings true. were there. Right. Right. And I do think that although it's not common, that I I do think that there are. People that are a lot more bisexual than sort of society right. lets them be. And yeah, in this sort of extraordinary scenario, you know, if you really just follow your feelings, you might yeah. surprise yourself. Yeah. That was you know, what I was kind of trying to do. And But yeah, for some people, it just did not yeah. work. And and that's, I'm sure, true with the finished yeah. product as well. But, but that, you know, we've now, we've only shown it at a few festivals, but the audience response, you know, people mostly seem to really, really respond to it, right. so, which is great. Well, at one point, she uh, reveals that she's an atheist. And and me, as the just the viewer, goes, oh, Stuart, you're going to throw that in there, too? <laughs> like, people are already, like, they're, yeah. they're already pushing a lot of different, I, like, buttons. Yeah, what no, that's you, true. And yeah. I, I got some pushback on that. I um, Some of the feedback was, you know, haven't you heard atheists you cannot you they cannot. can't be elected for office so you know what you, why right. don't you just leave that alone right 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 and yeah well you're taking on enough <laughs> thank you um I, I don't know i i felt like that was who she was and yeah. i just didn't want to compromise it i did cut some out i mean i had yeah. i had more yeah um and I, and it's like yeah okay this isn't a polemic you had her more i had her more. being more yeah, yeah i had her being more vocal and i was like no no that's that's not what this movie's about um, but i didn't want to just take that out because it it is dealing with death and death right. is when you have to really confront your beliefs on these right. things and 
So it, I, I felt like to just take that out entirely would have been dishonest. No, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it made sense. And yeah. um, one of the characters at one point says, "Religion is a comfort in difficult times." And this is an idea I've been thinking about recently because I I have this side business called Lifecast. That's what the cards are, where I right. interview people about their lives. Yeah. And one of the people I did recently was a religious person. And you know, when I was talking to him about what he'd been through in life, what he'd learned, he was just turned eighty. A lot of his answers came back to, well, nothing is eternal. Like, in other words, all of this stuff, there's a better life coming. Hmm. So this is all, I don't sweat the small stuff. And everything in life, basically, is the small stuff when you think big picture in terms of his point of view. Right. And I thought, well, that's easy. <laughs> You're not wrestling with anything on this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, like right. for, for somebody who's 80, to to... Like, almost a lot of, like, you know, what did you learn? What went wrong? What were your disappointments? And everything was able to be tied into this idea that, like, it's all part of God's plan. In a way, it sort of let him off the hook to to, yeah. think, to, to wrestle with things in their lives. So it's just an idea that I'm interested in. And on the yeah. other hand, I'm like, wow, that's the way to live. Because you don't really, you don't get too hung up on stuff. Well, it's certainly good not to get too hung up. But on it's, the other a comfort, hand, it's a comfort in tough times. It can be, but it can also be, I think, an excuse not to really live your life or to, to grapple with the to not to really wrestle things with life, things. To wrestle with things. And yeah. I, I, you know, I think it can, can be used in both ways. But, right. um, you know, certainly, you know, I, I, I'm not a religious person. I think religion can do a lot of harm. It doesn't have to, right. but it can. And certainly... People can use it as a weapon, and it can be a very dangerous weapon yeah. when wielded by bad people. Right. So we've seen that over. And we've and over seen again. that over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And the brother shares a lot of the sister's beliefs, and um, what I love is the mother sort of marvels. She goes, "You, you guys are, you know." She goes, "Your, your father and I couldn't be more normal. We're like the paragons of normalcy. How did we end up with you?" <laughs> and I like that she sort of acknowledged that they were. Yeah. Um, the sort of uh, forward thinking, or uh, not not your typical Just, sort of yeah, they're they're they ended up very different than their parents, which right. you know happens in yeah. families. <laughs> you know. What was the actual physical shoot like? How how long did it take you? And we did it really fast. It was a ten day shoot, and most of it I don't know if you recognize most of it was shot in this home. I was wondering <laughs> if I was going to walk in. Yeah, it uh, looks kind of familiar. It looks familiar. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, is that the, t the dining room table? That is the dining room table. Where they... <laughs> something happens on the dining room table. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> there it is. That is the table. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I deliberately wrote it to be shot here and right. because I knew we weren't going to have much money. Right. So I'm like, I can't afford to pay for locations. What locations do we have? Right. And this was the main one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's obviously not the only location, but we... Uh, yeah, so it was... Planned out very carefully and methodically. I'd never done a shoot that fast, but you know, as you know, you know, every day of shooting is more money right. you have to pay people. So, uh, yeah, so we we had long days, but everyone was so good, so well prepared. Um, uh, you know, they were just such pros. And well, and you had to get those really tricky emotional scenes and those shifts. Yeah. And they and probably didn't have a lot of takes. You probably didn't have a lot of coverage. No, not at all. And the other thing, which, you know, I, I, I kind of didn't exactly realize it till sort of day of, but, you know, I was scheduling in terms of what's going to be the most logistically possible and easy. It's like, okay, right. so, you know, we're shooting a scene in the bedroom. Yeah. Let's shoot another scene in the bedroom because we won't have to yeah. relight and all this. And like day of, you know, Leah, it's like you realize you're having me shoot you know, like the most emotional death scene, you know, right up against like this fun, frolicky, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, is that going to be hard? <laughs> She's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to need a few minutes in between. I'm like, right. Yeah. That, okay. But she's such a pro. She did it. You yeah. Know, she totally did it. And you know, the actors too, it's like, you know, they would have a sex scene and, and then they would have, you know, some totally different mood yeah. scene and, but they were such pros that it was it was fine. They were so good. Yeah, they were so good. It's uh, yeah. It, How do they feel about the finished product? Are they excited to they show seem people? To really, and, I yeah. think so. Yeah, no, yeah. they seem to be very, very proud of it, and very pleased. Which I I think they should be. I think everybody did just amazing work. 
Now, and you found a very cute waterfall in L.A. Where is that waterfall? <laughs> uh, and that is Monrovia Waterfall okay. in Monrovia. Um, and it's uh, it's only about a half hour drive. Yeah. It's not far at all. And, you know, then a little did bit Did you get of a permit or did you just go in and we grab it? We did because we knew that it, it, we were going to have to be there for a while and somebody was bound to, you know. And sure right. enough, we got this woman because there's this... Uh, well, I don't know if I'm giving, but anyway, there's a scene where we're doing something, you know, in in the stream, in the water, right? And this woman, like, is like, "What are you doing? You can't pollute the water." I'm like, "It's not, it's not polluting. It's not what you think it is. It's, you know, it's all for a movie. It's right. all pretend." And she was like, "Not having she it." She was not having it. She was she, she would have called the park ranger or whatever on us, but we luckily we had permits, so, so we you were, were good to go. We were good to go. There um, somebody wanders behind them. Or in the near the end, is that that woman? Um, we had a few different wanderers. Okay. I don't know, it's sure. believable, yeah. it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, we had yeah. some people. Um, yeah, but we actually, we had this um, a whole troop of like little tiny cub scouts come through. Yeah, and I was like, Yeah, we need to pause filming because I can't, you know, I just I don't want to be responsible. Right. Mommy, I saw two guys kissing. <laughs> now I want, to, I want to be a, a pansexual atheist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so we paused for there's that. There's not a merit for that. <laughs> there's not, not yet. No, um, not and then we had starting like, a this, look, this group of um, like these Japanese tourists, and they wanted. They were fascinated, of course. Oh, Hollywood, Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. And so they just were standing there watching, and. Um, you know, we, so we weren't going to stop for them, yeah. but, you know, they, they uh, were quite, quite uh, taken aback when the scene turned a little. Right. And suddenly these two guys are kissing and, and, uh, then and the cameras were click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> Her eyes got big. Right. Oh, that's like, pretty okay, fun. well, we have a permit. It's okay. Yeah. It's cute little <laughs> waterfall in Monrovia. That's good to know about. Um, the singer-songwriter Tom Goss is a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. And I was happy that you used my favorite Tom Goss song, Breath and Sound. I love that song. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's used really well. How did you come to find Tom and that song? You know, I didn't know him. I just knew his music. Yeah. And, um, I came across that song and I was like, oh my God, that would be so perfect. I wonder. And I thought, well, he probably isn't going to let us use it or he's going to want, which is understandable. He's going to want like a ton of money, which we don't have. Uh, but he was great. He, yeah, you know, he's he, great. He he let us use it for a song. I mean, Literally. I forget what we. But I mean, yeah. it was you know he was incredibly reasonable and it was great. And um, and then he came to the cast and crew screening, so I got to meet him in person. And, oh, fun! And he, I think he really liked the movie. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. he's a great. He's great, great, great. Yeah, I think yeah. he's very talented. Uh, well, this is what I wrote down. I felt like human connection is was like the theme. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, definitely. Um. Just that they wanted to get, there were times where they're like, I just don't, I just want to be with somebody right now, or I just need to be held, and yeah. some of these ideas that you were playing with. Yeah. 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 What have been some of the reactions from people that have seen it? Uh, I've had a lot of people who said, which it makes me happy, uh, that I, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I lost my partner to cancer, or I lost my brother to cancer, you know, and they're like, you really captured what it's like to, to be dealing with that, to, yeah. to have someone that you love you know, facing that. And it's, uh, that made me feel good that I yeah. captured that. This is what a line that I wrote down. How are you supposed to live in the moment when the moment sucks? Yeah. 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 That's, uh, I, I, that is, yeah, I wrote it, obviously. I, it resonates for me because I, I have a hard time in general staying in the moment. And, right. You know, I think it's very good advice, but I, but, you know, when you're dealing with something like, an, a, you know, a painful, debilitating yeah. illness, it's like, yeah, that advice kind of breaks down at that point. It's right. Like, you know, it's it's pretty hard to deal with. Yeah. And she's not saying, well, God's going to make everything better ultimately. Right. Exactly. We're all going to a bunch of clouds and hanging out for the rest of eternity. <laughs> right. She, she doesn't, doesn't have that to fall back on. It. No. Um, what else did I write down? Oh, have you read any of the Amazon reviews you go through? And... Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could claim I did. Was there, was there anything surprising about it? Did anything? T- did anyone take anything out of this that surprised you? Um, no, I mean, I, not really. I mean, I, I'm just pleased that people seem to be taking out of it what I thought I put in. Right. So that makes me feel really good. The people, uh, they're getting the human connection. They're getting that, you know, the sexuality can be more fluid if we, if we allow ourselves to be. Right. Um, yeah. And people, you know, 
Of course, you know, there's always a contrarian. There's one person, you know, almost all the reviews are like, you know, oh, the acting is incredible. I love the acting. The, the My one two-star review is like, well, you know, the acting just sucks. I'm like, what movie were you seeing? Because even right. I think... But, you know, different people, different... Different strokes. Different, yeah, people. So that's what it is. I guess somebody out there... I also like that it was sexy and sort of honest about sex and and boners and, like, it wasn't <laughs> sort of a cancer drama. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, yeah. it had a lo- another... other colors to it, you know? Yeah. How important was that to you? Very. I mean, I didn't want to do a movie of the week. And right. I, and I... I I, I, th- I don't know that I'm able to do something that doesn't have some humor because I right. think humor is what makes life interesting yeah. and worth living. Right. So even though it's dealing with very serious subjects, you know, I wanted I wanted there to be these other layers that, that would help draw people into the story because yeah. otherwise, it, you know, it could be a grim story and I didn't right. want it to be. There you go. Did you always want to be a filmmaker? Um, you know, actually, my background is in theater. Right. I thought I was going to be, you know, the next uh, great American playwright. Right. And then in um, in grad school, uh, basically, uh, almost first day, they're like, you know, by the way, nobody makes a living in the theater. You know, you guys really should be thinking about some other way to make they a living. Yeah. They tell you that. <laughs> they in tell your you that like, like, first once day, they get yeah. your money. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you're already enrolled. Yeah. So, like, we can now a warning <laughs> to quote Meryl Streep and death becomes her. Yeah, exactly. So where did you uh, go to college? Uh, UCLA. Okay. Yeah. So it was a great school. It was a great program. I don't don't really have any regrets, but um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I, I love theater still, but um, I did start in. Because of that, I, I, I'd always loved movies as well. Yeah. So I started actually writing my first movie while I was still in grad school studying theater. Okay. And uh, and actually... Um, was that Coffee Date? No, this was a movie that... It, it's never been made. It, yeah. did, it did get optioned. It, my first yeah. screenplay got optioned, which was very exciting. Um, and I even made a little money, but it didn't ultimately get made. Right. But it was, And I got an agent, and it was encouraging. But um, then, as often happens, it's like, you, you know... Yeah. It fell apart and... Life got hard. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to this podcast. What is your relationship now with the, the world of Hollywood? Like, would you love for somebody to see this and say, you know what, I'm going to bring you on to 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 direct an episode of? You I know, would love that. A million but, little things. Or oh whatever. God, yeah, that would. I would love that. Yeah, but because I think the skill set is there, and I think the. But I also feel like sometimes for gay filmmakers or gay anything. It's almost like you're doing, you're not making a film, you're making a macrame plant holder. Like, <laughs> they can't make that transference. Do you find I, that? Yeah. I mean, I, when, I first, um, when I first, you know, started making movies, uh, Coffee Date, which I mentioned, like, yeah. uh, in 2006, I, I got, I was one of the, uh, like, five filmmakers to watch from Outfest. And, yeah. You know, I had the sense that, oh, you know, and I, and I took meetings with agents and stuff. Right. But... Yeah, now I'm at the point I realize, yeah, it's not it's not going to happen for me that way. It's, you know, for whatever reason, I'm too niche, I'm too gay, I'm too whatever. Right, you made um, peace with that. Yeah. <laughs> so No, I get it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. It, it, so, yeah. I, you know, I've kind of let that go. I, I'm just doing my thing because I love it. And right. hopefully, and some people seem to like what I do, so that's great. Yeah. Um, I do wish I could, you know, I mean, I'd love to be making big Hollywood movies and be making right. big Hollywood money. But I, I'm not holding out any illusions. Now, if someone listening to this would like me right. to come on and direct a million little things, yeah, I will be happy to. But I, right. you know, I'm, I'm not living for that anymore. I'm not, you know. When was when did you get your ass most 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 kicked by that sort of thing? Were there were there projects that fell through, or oh, was there God. a low point where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, many, many. I yeah. mean, yeah, I've had so many projects fall through and so many things that almost happened. And, you know, it, it, it can be a little heartbreaking if you, if you dwell on it. How do, you, how do you manage it? What have you learned about resilience and well, managing disappointment? I, I'm always looking for tips. Right. No, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I wish I had that magic formula. Um, uh, you know, I think just realizing that... Talent is important, but it's it's not it's like a necessary but not sufficient condition. And a lot of it is luck, and a lot of it is personality. I've seen people that you know I think are less 
talented than I am as writers, but they're way better at schmoozing and right. getting meetings and talking the talk. And so I did, I don't, I'm not good at that yeah. stuff. So I, I've just had to be really, you know, I, I've got my skill set and I, I, you know, I, I'm able to create things that at least some small subset of people enjoy. And that's, and you get to enough. do the thing. I get to do the thing. And, you know, that's what people, it comes down to at the end. And that's the thing. You've got that, to do the thing. I, yeah. And, you know, I, I have so many friends who have spent years just sort of waiting for permission, waiting to get things yeah. greenlit. And, right, and it's like, I'm so glad, even though my stuff is not, you know, making a ton of money or, you know, right. it's like, I just went ahead and did it. Yeah. I, I admire that. And I, and I, and I relate to that. I, I've tried to do that myself. You absolutely have. Yeah. The, well, there are people that you know, that are very successful and have fancy cars and houses and careers and ages. Right. And you go on IMDb and they don't have any stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how does that, how does that work? Yeah. You know, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't really pursue it, so I'll never know. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think I'm, I've got a, a skill set that I could have been one of those sort of script doctors. I could right. have gone and, you know, worked on other people's projects and made right. a lot of money and never created anything, never right. had an IMD credit. Yeah, the money would have been nice, but I suspect right. I would have been miserable. You know, right. I, I have stories that I want to tell. And right. so I'm, I'm getting to tell them. And that's... So there you go. Yeah. 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 And I'm not starving. I'm not, I'm yeah. not homeless. You know, I mean, it's, I could. Do you do other know, things? I do. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I have to. I mean, yeah. you know, but. Um, you and me both, sweetie. Yeah. No, I so. mean, and, and most, most of the incredibly talented people that I know uh, still have to do other stuff. Right. I mean, there's a few that have managed to make full time acting or whatever, but yeah. it's, it's tough. I think one of the things that I've learned in the last 10 years that I would impart to young people is to make peace with the fact that sometimes you're going to have to do that. And it doesn't mean you're not talented. Exactly. It doesn't mean you don't want it enough. It doesn't mean you're not suffering for it. It's just the thing. It's yeah. And sometimes exactly. it can be fulfilling and enriching and you can yeah. meet people and it can make you feel, yeah. you know, hopefully you find something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's but not, it doesn't, yeah. the fact that you're not getting paid to always do your thing is Neither, yeah. neither here nor there. It no, exactly. Nothing. You shouldn't have shame. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. remember years ago now, um, I uh, I don't want to name him because I don't want to embarrass him p- potentially, but um, a very talented actor who'd been like the lead in a couple of, you know, gay movies you would know. Right. Like prominent movies. Yeah. And one, one of them wasn't even gay. It was kind of crossover. But yeah. Indie. Yeah. And um, I went into a restaurant and he was like the, the host. Major right. Gay, and I was like... You know, and I realized, well, of course, you know, but, it, right. but there was that, like, there was part that of me that was like, but you're a movie star. Right. It's like, you know, you've been in a, you starred yeah. in a couple of little indie movies. That's not paying your bills. Yeah, you, you should know. be playing croquet at Sandy right. Gallon's exactly. house exactly. in the Hamptons. Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? Right. It's like, you gotta live. You, know, you gotta you live. Know, you gotta and live. and that's fine. And, and exactly. And there was, yeah. you know. So, what's your favorite part of the filmmaking process? Is it, in other words, oh God, I love the editing. Oh God, I love directing the actors. Oh boy. Is there a part that, that's your favorite? Um, I can tell you my, my least favorite is the fundraising. But, yeah. um, did I, you do like Indiegogo or uh, Indiegogo? We did. Or uh, yes. We did everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We did. But you yeah. made it, right? No, we did it. Yeah. We, yeah. Did, we did it. Um, what was the wackiest reward you gave people? Oh gosh. Um, we didn't do anything too crazy. Um, we have like, uh, you know, coffee mugs and t-shirts and, nice. okay. uh, you know, uh, yeah. the usual. We didn't, we didn't do anything yeah. too crazy. Um, Nobody gets the right we, to clean off the dining room table. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> like with, <laughs> with such good people, we did a massive, uh, crowdfunding with that. I remember and, that. Actually. Yeah. And we did really well. And yeah. partly because Randy Harrison has this base of right. fanatical fans. God queerest bless folk them. Fans. Oh yeah. my God. The queerest folk fans. But um, at some point we were like, wow, you know, if we could get, you know, like Randy Harrison to, to like go on a, not a date date, but you know, like go have to, dinner go to with, lunch. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, to yeah. Lunch, lunch with Randy Harrison or something. We could, you know, budget for this movie yeah. could skyrocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, yeah, we can't really pimp, pimp out our out. <laughs> We can't really expect them to be doing this for us. But you can uh, actually have a conversation where maybe that idea gets thrown out. We, and we did. I you think can bro- open up the opportunity for did. them to say, we suggest did. And it. Randy, I, I can't remember if it was him or his people, basically said, yeah, that's, that's not, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I get it. That's, that's totally, fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, All right. But yeah. This, uh, you could have had that. Could've, you could have had those strong <laughs> shots. 
But whatever, Randy. Randy could have had his own dressing room. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> no. Um, what's your dream project? What would you like to to work on? Oh God, like realistic? Sure. Or, or, um, or whatever. Well, I have a, a very small dream right now. Is there some idea that you've always wanted to explore? Or well, okay, I I am in the midst of writing a sequel to Say Yes. Oh, cool. So my very very small dream is that I will actually be able to raise the money to do that. Um, so that's, that's dreaming small because I, think, I that's, think that's a great idea because you do, because of the questions that it brings up and the situations, you do want to see how this goes. How this plays out. Yeah. 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 I think so. I've had some Because it challenges so many preconceptions and, you know, and yeah. you don't want to, you want to, you want to really dig in. Yeah. Because now it's like, okay, now... Let's see how this works. See how, yeah, how yeah. is it going to work? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm working on that, and that's that's, that's cool. exciting. Um, you know, like out of the ballpark fantasy, I've got a um, a script that I've I've written that I'm not quite done with, but I'm, yeah. it's it's like uh, it's not a, it's not gay. It's like yeah. action adventure sci fi, like right. totally you know nothing like anything I've ever done. Right. I, it would be so crazy. To actually have the chance to do something like that, so it'll never happen. But that you know, if we're talking fantasies, it's like I'd yeah, love, I would love that. That would That'd be, be awesome, be incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, where'd you grow up? Uh, I'm kind of a local boy. I grew okay. up in the valley. Yeah, um, yeah. We moved to um, San Fernando Valley when I was about five. So yeah, I'm, I wasn't born here, but I'm kind of. Where were your hangouts? Well, we um, like the Corbin Bowl or like the. We moved uh, initially. We we moved to like Van Nuys, North right. Hollywood area, probably okay. not too far from where you live. Um, and then we kept moving further west. So I spent right. much of my childhood in Woodland Hills. Right. So, do you, like, do you know that Topanga Mall? Yeah. That old. I used to I, work by there. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I I used to go there all the time. That was a real hangout. And then we moved even further west out to Agora. Okay. Agora Hills. So I, I nice. spent high school out there. Yeah. Right. Do you, do you remember loving movies when you were a kid? Oh yeah, always, always been a huge, huge movie fan. Right. Yeah. What would you would you go to like your Spielberg movies and your like what oh, was your yeah. jam? Um. Well, I. I actually have all I, you know. I, I no wonder my parents were like not surprised when I came out. Yeah. I loved musicals as a little right. kid, and I demanded at like whatever I was five years old. I made my parents take me to see Oliver. Right. Like, I don't know, five, six times. Um, and in retrospect, I realized, uh, you know, I was well, it is the best picture winner. I, I mean, it was it's a great yeah. movie, but yeah. also I, you know, I was in love with little Mark Lester, right? <laughs> So um, and he's like, "Where is love?" And you're like, yeah, "It's right here, right here." <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. So I, I always love musicals, um, but yeah, I mean, I loved everything except right. I've, ne- I've never, never particularly been a horror movie person. I, right. uh, I think I, my, I talked to my parents into taking me to see The Exorcist when I was Holy ten. Shit. Oh my gosh! Because I'm like. You know, I can I, handle it. I can it. handle it, and yeah. I was a reader, and I'd read the book, and right. I'm like, so I know, I know what this is about. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't sleep well for a year. Really? <laughs> I, mean, it, I was so traumatized. And were they like, you know what? You brought it on yourself. <laughs> no, they were sympathetic because they right. also were traumatized. Yeah. They're like, that movie was crazy. Well, part of the part of the mystique of that movie was like. People are having heart attacks in the theater. Right. <laughs> People are leaving and screaming. Like, it had that mystique of, like... Yeah. And yeah. I, I thought I could handle it, and I was so wrong. I, yeah. I had nightmares. It was oh, that's so good. So, uh, but I've never... I, I have a hard time with, yeah. with scary movies, because I... I think part of it is, even though I'm, I mean I'm in the business, I know it's all fake. And some people can look at that stuff and go, oh, you know, split pea soup. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's fake, fake, fake. I just... Part of my personality and part of why I love movies is I get immersed. I get into yeah. that world. And so I get terrified. <laughs> I, I was with some friends the other day and we were talking about going to see us and I was with, a, it was a couple mm. who were married and one of them can't with the scary. Right. Yeah. And I'm always a little bit like, oh, and I'm like, no, but you could just come and see it. And no, I cannot go to that movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I will have a heart attack and I die. will have a heart attack and die. Oh, okay. I mean, not that I'm the super... Scream it, you know. I do a lot of this. I turn away. Yeah, a lot. yeah. I yeah. Um, but I end up doing um, that. no, but I, people get sucked into it and, and yeah. it upsets them. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I can see them, and I do see some the yeah. the better ones. I try to, yeah. you know, stay away from the schlock. But um, right, but yeah, I do. I take it awfully seriously, so right. I end up. I, I can get traumatized if I'm not careful. What movie have you seen the most times? Oh God, probably. 
Okay, so so this is going to, in case you had any doubts about how right. gay I am, um, it's probably the Streisand version of A Star Is Born. Right. I there's so much ass. Her, her ass is the her ass should get its own <laughs> credit. Its own credit. I did a whole chapter on this movie in in my book screening party, so I'm well versed oh, right, in Star course. Is Born. Yes. Why do you love it? You know, it's hard to even pinpoint. I it's the movie that. Where I discovered Streisand, basically, right. as a as a thirteen year old gay boy, as a force, as a force, and I, I mean, I I knew, I mean, everyone knew who she yeah. was back then, and and you know, but I and I'd seen, I loved What's Up Doc, and I right. loved Funny Girl, but somehow, I don't know, some something about the the story. Uh, yeah. I, at that point, I hadn't seen the Judy Garland version or right. the earlier version. Something about just the the tragic love story. It yeah. just. Got me. And there's good songs, and and there's and that's the thing. It was that was my kind of musical genre. Yeah. At the time, it's like yeah. wow, I loved, and I not loved just the hits. I loved no, everything. Every, that I, song, everything. I still can sing. I would not do that. Yeah. To, I would not inflict that on you. But I can still sing that song. Yeah. I mean, I know every word. I love I, that I, lyric. Move into the White House, <laughs> painted yellow. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She wants everything. And I can yeah. relate to that. As and a, you've seen it all. Girl. What I, did you think of the Gaga Star is Born? You know, I I liked it. I, yeah. I thought it was good. I, I thought Bradley Cooper did an amazing job. so good. Job. I, I was, thought his acting was great. His acting was great. His thinking is great. Who knew he could, I mean. The other day I was in the car and Shallow came on. Yeah. And I started singing along to it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of high for a man, but he makes it sound masculine and low. He sure does. Uh, anyway, I'm yeah. struck by that. Yeah. Tell me something. It's kind of. It's not. Tell me something. Good. Anyway, that's. I'm going off on a tangent. But I was like, how does he make that high stuff sound so so masculine, so, so Sam yeah. Elliotty? Yeah. 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 But yeah, anyway, he, he did an amazing. He's so time. good. Yeah. He so really, good. Yeah. He blew me. All right. Away. You pick some questions from the observation deck. Okay. What's your best random celebrity sighting? Okay, this one is easy, although yeah. I've had a lot. But it was Bernadette Peters in New York at a Broadway show. Yeah. And. I just, you know, look at it. I love Bernadette yeah. Peters. I'm such a fan. I adore her. She's and, ageless, by the way. Oh, yeah. No kidding. So I, I saw, well, initially I just saw this glorious red hair. Right. And my thought was, oh my God, that is the most beautiful head of hair. And then she turned and it was Bernadette Peters. And Ruben, my partner, had gone yeah. to get like a beverage. It was the intermission. She'd gone to yeah. get like a Coke or something. And I just, I like, if you stop to think about this, you will chicken out. I'm like, you just have to talk to her. Yeah. And I, I I'm not usually a very bold person, but I right. just walked right up to her and I told her what exactly had happened. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I just have to tell you, uh, before I saw your face, I saw your hair and I just thought, oh my God, that's the most beautiful head of hair. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, aren't you sweet? And so yeah. we started chatting yeah. and then Ruben came over, you know, cause right. he had our drinks. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is Bernadette Peters. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the most magical thing. She was so charming. She was nice. Oh, she was lovely. And as you said, I mean, I was two feet away from her. Yeah. She was, her skin is flawless. She, I mean, she has a mirror in a closet somewhere. Yeah. She is gorgeous. She what show was it? Um, it was uh, Porgy and Bess with right. um, uh, Audrey McDonald. Oh, nice. It was a great show, and yeah. she was there with Martin Short. I didn't get to meet him. She's like, oh, Martin, there's Marty. i got to go. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm they were together? <laughs> yeah, they were. That's fun. Yeah, they're old, older friends. Yeah. yeah. This one I already asked you because I didn't know you picked it. What movie have you seen more than any other? Ah, uh, yes. Barbara yes. Streisand. Yeah, so I, I, yep. Yeah, love it. Uh, I love how Miss Streisand's wardrobe from her own closet. Yeah, from her own closet, yes. Did you ever read that article that Frank Pearson wrote about the making of it? Oh, God, yeah. That was in, like, because I used that a lot in, um... In my book screening party, because like the director wrote this tell-all, oh, yeah. crazy thing <laughs> that nobody ever writes about working in Hollywood. And yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. remember that. that People was... are still talking about it. Oh yeah. What would you like to do in a job that you haven't gotten to do yet? I would love because, I, as I mentioned, I'm a huge theater uh, fan, a huge musical fan. I would love the chance to do a musical. To direct yeah. a musical, even though I have no musical ability on right. my own, I think um, I certainly know good talent when I see it, and yeah. I, I would love to uh, have the chance. We just watched uh, like um, the Mary Poppins Returns, yeah, and um, I mean Rob Marshall's just brilliant. It's just unbelievable what he does. I could yeah. never be Rob Marshall, but I, w- I would love the chance to work on a musical. Yeah. yeah, I love it. What song do you wish you had written? I am obsessed with actually the whole show really waitress yeah but in particular the song um 
uh, girl that I knew. Yeah. I just adore that. I song. thought you were going to say she used to be mine, but then that's, I thought sorry, no, that is, is that the one. Mean. That is oh, okay, I, cool. I, I thought yes. oh, there's another one called no, no, Girl no. that I knew that no, I don't no, remember. No, no, I'm just misremembering yeah. the title. No. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. cool. I love that song. My friend yeah. Matt Zarley just did a cover of that, and uh, he sings the hell out of it, and it's a beautiful video. If you're a fan, uh, sorry, who? Matt Zarley. Oh, singer songwriter. Yes, yes, I know the name. Yeah, he did a he did a whole album of. Female songs, right? And that was one of them. And he just shot a video of it. Recently. Okay, yeah. So it's it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I will find it because uh, I just I love that yeah. song, and it's it's, it's so amazing. good, how, right? Like, oh my god, it's so good. I saw I don't know who this some random like twelve year old kid. I saw that. Did you see that? And then he got to go and, and be on exactly. Ray Oh my god. Such a, I mean, it was to have so that kind of talent at twelve or whatever. He's but also know. to sort of. Looks like it seems like he might be a gay kid, or oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> want to jump to he's twelve. Don't wanna, yeah, we don't want to, you know. But then him, to but... sort of be to express himself that way, and to be uh, validated for it, and then get to go see waitress and that meet the people. Been, and, yeah, oh, I, I felt so happy for him. I thought yeah, it's all downhill good. from yeah. from here. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, the rest of life pretty much it's going to suck after this. <laughs> You've already peaked. <laughs> Speaking of that theme and musicals, I remember going to see Billy Elliot. Mm. with my friend uh, Tom in New York. And we were, you know, in the balcony. We were coming down after the show. And the person behind us, we had heard him say, you know, that kid is so great. He's got a really bright future ahead of him. And you know what I thought? And I'm not proud of this. <laughs> and I thought, when is it ever going to get better than this? You're the lead of Billy Elliot on Broadway. Like, this is, you know... I mean, he'll, he hopefully, hopefully he'll do great things, yeah. but this is a really big thing. It, yeah, the it challenge is. is to to find things to yeah to keep uh, yeah. I think that's got to be hard for I mean, especially kids. But even you know, I, like I know people that had uh, you know success early on, like as a supporting character on a sitcom yeah. or something. And you know, you always imagine that that's going to be the springboard to bigger yeah. things, and. It's, a lot of the time, it's not. it's not. That's the peak. You know, you got a series regular role. That's more than most people get. And you're probably not going to get that again. You know, it's like, sorry. It know. is so tricky to, to, to have things that you love to do and dreams about doing them. And they can be jobs for some people, but sometimes they happen and sometimes they don't. Yeah. I don't know. It is hard. And I think it's, it's hard not to sort of blame yourself or think that you did something yeah. wrong. And, you know, I mean, certainly we... And compare yourself. And compa That's, oh, my God, yes. Absolutely, yeah. You can't For a while it. there, I used to call Facebook, look who's doing good in show business today. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it's... I true. don't scroll. I try not to scroll. <laughs> I'll use it. I can go on and see what my friends maybe message or post something about, you know, whatever dog and pony show I'm doing. But I... The, the scrolling... Yeah. Just... I try not to. You have to remember that it's it's really illusory because yeah. people people post the good stuff. Yeah. And you know, like looking at your yeah. Facebook, you know, I would think Yeah, top of the world. Yeah, my God, yeah. he's got a great life. He's movies doing all and these, more. Movies and more he's interviewing all these great people. <laughs> he's doing these incredible shows at the center. He's, yeah. You know, he's interviewed like yeah. every celebrity known to man. It seems like you've got this amazing career. Yeah. It doesn't always feel that way from the inside. Yeah. But I've had people do that with like, oh, you know, what does it feel like to be a successful filmmaker? And I'm like, I wouldn't know, but thank you for asking. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love like, that. Yeah. It's like, I'm, that's, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, you did it. But that's the thing. And you have to try to keep... I have to try and keep that in mind. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, how can people... We've already sort of talked about this, but... Um, Tell people more about how they can see Say Yes, or if there's a Facebook page as well, or anything else, there, anything you want to mention about how to see it or support okay. it. Um, yeah, so there is a, a Say Yes Facebook page, but um, you can't buy the movie from there, yeah. so you need to go to, to Amazon. Right, right now, it's, it's Amazon. So if you go and type Say Yes Movie, uh, yeah. it should pop right up. It's also now on DVD. Yeah, because Say Yes for the dress came up. Right, exactly. And I was so like, I don't think that's... That's, that's not, not quite it, it no. Yeah. Um, but it is now also available on DVD yeah. for those that still do that. Um, and then I hope people check out my, uh, my, the web series we mentioned, Coffee House yeah. Chronicles. If you go to YouTube, type in Coffee House Chronicles. Now you have to be careful there too, because there's like a biblical, like religious series that has a similar, very, it, we're not that one. Do they have coffee? <laughs> they still have coffee? It's coffee. It's like Coffee Chronicles. Coffee in Christ? So, yeah. 
something? I, I haven't actually watched it. Yeah. But anyway, um, if people are looking, that's not... We're the other one. We're the one that has the cute gay boys. Not, yeah. Not the one with Christ. Which coffee house do you use? Do you mix it up? We mix it up. Yeah, we oh, shot all over town. Yeah, we've we've used a lot of different ones. Yeah. yeah just to, you know, make it a little more visually interesting. Right. Not, not the same place. So you have to constantly week. get people to... Cut you a break on us. Exactly. <laughs> it's this constant. I was you know, just please. hoping, you know, my cousin has a coffee house. He closes it down for us. It's fine. <laughs> it's never easy is what you're saying. No, never. It's always a nightmare. It's, al- it's always wheedling and, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, we've had situations where like a couple days before they're like, oh, by the way, you need to have a production insurance. We're like, uh, yeah, by the way, we can't afford production insurance. Right. You could have told us this when we booked it a month ago. Wow. Um, so, you know, we, there's always challenges, but uh, mostly we've been very lucky and, yeah. and it's gone. It's it's a lot of fun to work on. I love coffee houses and I love coffee. Do you well, like coffee? I do. Yeah. I love coffee. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm in there, I marvel at the skill of the people making the coffee and I think I could never learn to do that. But of course I could. Of course you could. Yeah. But it's... it's they're they're pretty fast and efficient. It's very yeah. like wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like to learn that one day, maybe, or maybe not. But I do like it. What's your coffee? What's your Starbucks jam or whatever? What do you get at coffee houses? Um, often I will just get black coffee. Really? Yeah, but that's mostly because I'm you know now at the age where I I, I put on weight if I yeah you know I'm not careful. If I'm not worried about that, I love like a, a nice uh, one of the frappuccinos. Yes. Or, or yeah, like, ice blended. Vanilla. Oh my god, I love that yeah. stuff. But it's basically dessert in a cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I don't do it very often. All right, yeah. well that's good. Okay, final question: Why do you make movies? Um, I think because I I feel like I have stories to tell from you know and, and you know I know there's no nothing new under the sun, but I feel like I've got a, a little bit of a unique perspective on on stories that I want to tell and uh I just I, I'm a storyteller that's what I do that's what I like to do I love it well you certainly show that with say yes everyone should go and watch it on Amazon I really got a lot out of it thank you for doing the podcast thanks for having me it was fun yay thanks again to Stuart Wade check out his movie on Amazon say yes and this is so random I did the interview yesterday right so last night I go to my favorite hip-hop class groove three doing my thing And I look over, and the girl next to me is the actress from the movie, I'm pretty sure. So the whole class, I'm thinking, I think that's the girl from the movie that I just watched this morning. And sure enough, afterwards, I accosted her, and it was her. So isn't that random? Small world, right? Uh, So the other thing I thought about, I wish I had asked Stuart when I interviewed him, I thought about it after the fact, was if the gender roles were reversed, if it was a husband who was dying, and he saw his wife having sort of this chemistry relationship blooming with his sister. I think people would be more okay with that. Anyway, all right, so this happened. Last weekend, I had a very jam-packed, fun-filled weekend. So on Friday night, I went to see Falsettos, the musical at the Amundsen here in Los Angeles. I'd never seen it before. I had heard some of the music from it. And I I enjoyed it, and then all of a sudden it snuck up on me near the end and really packed a punch. So I was into it, and then by the end I was a wreck. Um, and I really ended up liking it a lot overall. Great performances. Max von Essen is the lead, and I love his voice. I love it. Everyone in it's great. Um, Nick Adams is in it. He's like super hunky Broadway guy, but I I just thought he was a dancer, but he's a hell of a singer and an actor. So there you go. I'm learning about my Broadway people. Um, and Eden Espinosa played the female lead and has an amazing uh, song called I'm Breaking Down, which she kills. So I was into it. Um, I liked it a lot. So, and then Saturday, what did I do Saturday? Oh, um, Saturday I went and saw the Valley of the Dolls reading here at the Gay and Lesbian Center in L.A., it was a benefit for uh, the center as well as a mental health organization. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's local and does a lot of good work. And it was, you know, a, a, a cast of really funny people like Alec Mappa and Wilson Cruz and Bruce Valanche, Robert Gant, Joan Van Ark in a dark wig. I didn't know who it was. Uh, Mo Gaffney, uh, Lorraine Newman. I'm forgetting people. But anyway, it was really fun. And I have to say Alec Mappa kind of stole the show as... And Wells, because he had that sort of stilted, you know, uh, upper, cr- kind of like uh, patrician kind of 
line reading tone that Anne had in the movie. He kind of nailed it. So that was really fun. And then Sunday, I did a flea market with You Don't Know My Life at my neighborhood tea pop, uh, tea, tea house. They had a little thing on the on the patio with different vendors. And I sold like eight games. So it was well worth the, the time. And I really loved it. I loved like talking to people. And of course, I spent money on other vendors because that's my thing. I bought candles and a book and tamales, which were delicious. So I may do more flea markets in the future. I've heard from one of my fellow vendors, because we like we like share information now, that there's one in Silver Lake that's really good to do and not that expensive. So I may be doing that. Uh, that was fun. And then Sunday night, I went and saw a dance show with my Groove 3 friends performing. They were in a recital. And like seven or eight years ago, wow, is it that long? Like 2011, 2012, 2013, I was in a couple of dance recitals at this studio where they had this one, and I so wanted to be up there with the kids hoofing it, but I was not because I never, I never take classes at that studio anymore. I take somewhere else. But I did tell them if they do the number again, and if somebody gets hit by a car and can't be in it, that I would, um, okay, fine, I'll be in the dance show. Fine. All right, that's enough for this week. I saw, oh, here's the other thing I did. On Saturday afternoon, I think, I saw Longshot, the movie with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen, and I loved it. I thought it was terrific. And they don't make movies like that anymore, and nobody went to see it, and so they, they're never going to make any more movies like that. And I just thought it was funny, and I believed the romance, and I was just into it. I thought it was smart. Um... So if you're looking for something different to see, there's no, no explosions, there's no, nobody has a cape, there's no glowy thing that everybody's trying to get so the world doesn't blow up. Uh, it's just people, but I really, really enjoyed it. And I thought it was smart about politics and, and, um, and fun. And speaking of smart about politics, Veep is crushing it. Um, I think we only have one episode left, but man, that show, I have to watch it twice because there's so many funny lines. It's too much. Oh, and speaking of which, I did yoga next to the secretary from Veep last week on the roof. And she was maybe going to have a You Don't Know My Life party. Maybe that's her calling right now. She was maybe going to do one, but then she never texted me back. So anyways, there's that. So that's it. Jam-packed, fun-filled life. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone. Bye! <laughs>